in this trip. I'm a 2020 president candidate. I done put a hundred bands on Zimmerman. I been moving real gangsta, so that's why she pick a crit. Shawty call me Chris Cole, cause I pop my sh. Got it out the mud. There's nothing you can tell me. Yeah, when I had a job, South Street wealthy. Yeah, I had the coupe at the lot. Turn the 12 for swap. Busting all the bells out the box. I just hit a lick with the box. Had to put the stick in the box. The whole damn seal, I'ma get lazy. I got the mojo deals, we been trapping like the 80s. She said that so got the cash out. Told on wipe but never know. Say slash slash. I won't never sell my soul. And I can back that. And I really wanna know where you at. Hey everyone, I'm Luke. And I'm Asha. And welcome to our fall semester of Chips and Pop, where we bring you your bi-weekly movies, music, and celebrity news and gossip. Each week we will give you our top five movie choices of the week. We will also give you what's on the music charts. And we will also talk about what's going on in celebrity news and gossip. All right, y'all. So let's jump right in. So Luke, what topic do we want to talk about first? Uh, well... Somewhat breaking news. Not not exactly breaking news, but like this happened fairly recently, like earlier this afternoon. Uh, actor Rick Moranis, he was in classics like Ghostbusters, Spaceballs, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. He was just randomly punched in the face, just walking down the New York City streets. It was literally just two people walking close to each other. Guy just turns and just hits him in the head, then calmly walks away. That's so in weird. An, yeah, like an, an I Heart New York hoodie, too. Like, for no reason? Yeah, no reason. There was <laughs> oh no benefit. Gosh. Like, I, I would understand if, if he was trying to rob him or something. Like, at, at least I understand that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't support it, obviously, but at least I know I know that you're trying to get something from the guy. But he literally just, he walks up, turns around, punches him, and then just walks away. Calm calm as a whistle. Just wow. completely stoic. That's so weird. Like, how do you just, oh, you're just going about your day, and you're like, yeah, I'm going to go get a coffee. I'm going to go do some shopping. I'm trying to get my groceries so I can get home, be in quarantine. And the next thing you know, you're getting punched in the face. Like, how do you even come up with that? Like, I don't know. I think this guy's just, I'm, he must be just a psycho. That's kind of weird. That's so interesting. Like, so, I wonder what the moat, I hope they tell us later, like, oh, this is how this went down. This is why this went down. Because, well, like, what did you do to just be punched in the face? Well, there was nothing. There was no interaction. They're, oh, there's they no were, conversation. There was no conversation, no, no interaction. They're just walking, and then he just got hit. Oh, and no. I love the reaction from Twitter because everybody's just like, oh, I'm going to use my stimulus check to train myself to fi- find <laughs> this guy who punched Rick Moranis. Oh, so I, no. I love seeing the Twitter world just kind of uh, that mo- is... gather for support for Rick Moranis. I feel so sorry for him. Just <laughs> trying to have a normal day. And he's then... like 67, too. It's like he just oh, punched an old man in the face. That's so rude. Yeah, this is, this world sad. is crazy. 
It's bizarre. That's what it is. It is. It is. All right. So another thing that has come up, and this is so sad. I just, I, oh. it, my heart goes out to John Legend and Chrissy Teigen. Oh, man. They just lost their baby. And I, oh. people were reacting really weird, in my opinion, because people were like, why would she post a picture? Like, why would she say something? And I'm like, I think the main reason she wanted people to know is because the world was a part of the pregnancy. And so, you know, everyone was hopeful and everyone was like really interested in, and they're a beautiful couple. Yeah. They do great work. Um, their family is gorgeous. And so I just, I, my heart goes out to them. So, um, sad. Cause it's like, wow, you know, they were excited. And I think they named him Jack was the name Ooh. that I saw. Yeah. I think and I saw that too. That's, it was just heartbreaking. Yeah, that's but I also think that one big thing that people don't understand when it comes to like women and grief over losing a baby is like, spend all those months with a child and so like that child becomes literally a part of you mm-hmm. and so i think she just wanted to show the world how like we still love that child we're still a part of that child's life um but also like that child will always be with us i yeah, just it was, was so hard I, I saw that in like the post and i thought that was like really beautiful i said like you will always be a part of this family yeah. and i love that and i think it's also important to post because just so that it, it can like remove shame or something yeah. from like something like that happening because there's way too many instances of when something like that happens, like a miscarriage, and then it's, for some reason there's there's like this stigma of, of blaming how, it. How can that happen to you? Right. Where it's like it, it, it it's something that just can happen sometimes. It, there shouldn't be any shame about it. Mm-mm. People should feel free to to post their grief and, and their their mourning on social media. I think yeah. that's very important. I think mourning is just a part of like life, and so I think because we live in a digital age people are going to share their more their grief through social media just to let others know like this is what I'm dealing with. I mean, we use things like Twitter and Facebook to tell people about the world anyway. So why not people understand what's going on in my world at that time? And if that's grief, like during the coronavirus when people had deaths in their families, they were making people aware about corona by saying, "Hey, I have a family member who just passed away from this. This is a real thing. Mm-hmm. Take it seriously. Do your part and stay safe." So I think people posting their grief is totally normal yeah it's it's just all part of the process right right all right enough about sad things so sorry (laughs) but what else are we talking about uh jamie fox yeah jamie fox is making a a triumphant return wow in what well reportedly he's coming back to be electro in the newest spider-man movie that's going to come out from marvel i'm excited for that i'm kind of excited for him to do that i think he i always thought he would be in a marvel movie Mm because he's got that kind of charisma yeah so i think that's going to be awesome to see him in that yeah he's returning to the electro role he played that in amazing spider-man 2 right which i'm not a big fan of but i am a big fan of jamie fox playing electro in a spider-man movie which well, you know, I personally think that Andrew as a Spider-Man was probably not my fave. Mm-hmm. Um, I will always be a Toby fan because that's what I grew up with. But I yeah. respect and love Tom Holland. Oh, I think Tom Holland does. is great. Yeah. Well, Tom Holland was in Stan Lee did an interview and he said the most accurate person out of the three who played Spider-Man is Tom Holland. When he created Spider-Man, he envisioned someone like Tom Holland as far as age and all that. Mm-hmm. So I think that Tom Holland's. Um, performance has been exceptional. Oh, yeah. He's honestly a great person for Spider-Man. He gives it funny charisma. He also gives it some humor, but he also gives it that seriousness that it needs because um, he's just a kid in that moment. Of course. And it's exciting. So I think him and Jamie Foxx, though, 
is gonna be awesome. Ooh, yeah, I would. I love to see that back and forth between hero Tom Holland and yeah. villain Jamie Foxx. Exactly. That, I'm 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 hyped for that. And Jamie Foxx has been doing some pretty good stuff, and he's just getting. <laughs> we're seeing a lot more of him because he was just in a uh, Project Power, which is on Netflix, which is really good. I definitely recommend it. Okay. But like we've always seen Jamie Foxx in these different roles. Like he was Ray. He is in Django. Um, I one of my favorite movies that people don't talk about is uh, White House Down with him and Channing Tatum. Mm-hmm. That movie is hilarious, and I definitely recommend it. Yeah, um, classic. And he also did good in Law Abiding Citizen. I mean, he's an iconic actor. Um, he's got some of the best talent I've ever seen. So I think he's gonna do exceptional as Electro again. Yeah, That's definitely nice. an all time great playing an all time role. I, yeah. I think this is a no brainer. One hundred percent. Um, and our last thing is we, so we're not going to talk about the debate itself, but we're going to talk about Twitter during the debate and how that is the funniest wow. thing. I don't know if people saw the memes of, oh. uh, Joe Biden and, uh, you know, telling him to be quiet. And <laughs> I think Twitter just really, it was amazing to see how Twitter reacted to the debate. One of the things I thought was interesting was a lot of politicians were tweeting, some of the comments that they were saying in the debate, like, hey, just so you all know, did you hear that? Did you hear this? Yeah. But Chris, I feel so bad for Chris because he's, like, oh. trying to calm the conversation. Mm-hmm. Oh, down. yeah. It's it's not happening. Sorry. <laughs> and Twitter was like, LOL, Chris, you going to calm this conversation down? <laughs> it's like, well, they're trying to be like, oh, man, th- what this moderator is doing anything. Well, what can you do? It's you know, like there's you, nothing you could do. You just got to let them talk it out. Yeah. It's like, listen, this was just a heated conversation, and the world was like, hey. Yeah. this." But I just thought Twitter was a comic, comic relief of, the oh, whole yeah. night. It was the only thing that kept me sane yeah, during it, the whole it thing. Yeah, it was the only thing that kept me watching because I'm yeah. like, you know what? Someone's going to come out with a good meme. Someone's going to come out oh, with a good tweet, and I'm going to love it. And I appreciate Twitter when it comes to nights like that. Um, I can't wait for the vice president debate because that's going to be even <laughs> funnier. So, all right. Whew, that's enough about that. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> so, it's on you. All right. Let's turn it over to Seraphine for our top five movies of the week. Cool. Thanks, Luke and Asha. Hello, folks. It's Seraphine. Welcome back. I'm here to bring you your bi-weekly movie news. This semester, we're changing things up a bit. Each week, I will be giving you our top five movie recommendations of the week. Coming in at number five this week is The Take. This does not look good for you. I was pig fucking. I stole the bag, but I didn't know there was a bomb in it. But you ran. Innocent people do not run. You were coming after me. Idris Elba brings us an action thriller film filled with suspense. The film features a CIA agent that has to create a partnership with a thief in order to stop a conspiracy in Paris. The movie features a great cast with Richard Madden, Charlotte Le Bon, and Kelly Riley. The film is available on Netflix for viewers to check out. Taking our number four spot of the week is Enola Holmes. If you like Sherlock Holmes, you are sure to love his sister. Now where to begin? My mother named me Enola which backwards spells alone. And yet, we were always together. And it was wonderful. Enola is a teen on a hunt for an adventure. When her mother goes missing, she uses her detective skills to look for her mother and get away from her brother. This dynamic film features a phenomenal cast, including DC's Henry Cavill and Stranger Things star Millie Bobby Brown. The film is also available on Netflix. 
Number three this week is Hooking Up, which can be found on Hulu. I'm trying to distract myself, but I'm still terrified. Finding out you have a problem and you don't know how to fix it. That's really scary. Pitch Perfect star Brittany Snow and Woke star Sam Richardson take a road trip across the country. What they didn't know is that they would start to catch feelings on this journey. This romance comedy is a must-watch because of its sense of humor and hopeless love story. Our second movie this week is Palm Springs. Looks like Andy Samberg is taking a break from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Good day so far? Today, tomorrow, it's all the same. You! What is going on? Hey, get out of the water! Guess you followed me. It's one of those infinite time loop situations you might have heard about. That I might have heard about? Yeah. Niles, played by Sandberg, journeys through a time loop where he and Kristen Milotti from How I Met Your Mother relive the same day over and over. The two eventually start to build a romance as they relive each moment again and again. This film can be found on Hulu for all viewers. And coming in at number one this week is Secret Society of Secondborn Royals. This fantasy superhero movie is filled with magical moments. People call me a princess. But behind the palace gates, and in the shadow of my sister, the soon-to-be queen, it was me, the secondborn, who was chosen to protect our kingdom. This movie stars Peyton Elizabeth Lee, who is a princess who learns about her superpowers and becomes a part of a secret society to keep peace in the kingdom. The film is available on Disney Plus and features some familiar faces, such as Skylar Austin from Pitch Perfect and Ashley Liao from Fuller House. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Hope you all have a great week. Stay safe. Thanks for listening. I'm Seraphine. Now back to Luke and Asha. All right. Those are some good movies. Mm-hmm. Um, of them all, I'm excited to see Enola. Yeah, I thought that was most interesting, and I, I hope it's good. Because yeah. there have been way too many spinoffs of like popular franchises where like, oh, it's this figure's brother or cousin. Right. And it's just kind of it's just kind of meh. So I hope I hope this one breaks the trend and it seems like it will. Yeah. I love Henry Cavill as an actor. He he does great as Superman and he's done some really good he was the Witcher. I don't know if you've seen that okay. show. Top tier show. Really? So good. So good. I've heard a lot of talk about The Witcher. The Gotta books, check it out. Well the books are good too, but mm-hmm. I think the show is awesome and i hope they bring back another season it, it has that game of thrones vibe to it but gotcha. it's not game of thrones completely different okay um so i think you know i'm excited to see it for him um and millie is awesome she's just great uh yeah i think i think that's gonna be a good movie um the take i actually mm-hmm. just watched the take last week with idris elba and our wonderful uh <laughs> rob stark <laughs> um and it was really good it was you know Idris Elba plays yeah. in those kind of movies where he's like this kind of spy. Um, I remember the rumors about him being James Bond, and I'm hoping yeah. that still happens because I, I wouldn't mind seeing him as James Bond. He I'm would down be great. For it. Yeah, yeah, you know. So I think um, Idris Elba in that movie though, everyone was confused. They're like, "Wow, he's a spy. He's got an American accent because he naturally talks with a different accent," mm-hmm. and he did really good. So uh, for the longest time, I thought he was gonna be Black Panther. But, you know, I'm totally glad that Chad was. Yeah. But uh, that movie, The Take, very good. Very, very much really cool. Um, And then the uh, other film, Palm Springs, 
I don't know. I haven't heard about how people feel about it, but I heard it was good. Mm-hmm. And so I have heard good things also. Really? Okay, yeah. good. So maybe that's something I should definitely check out because I'm like, is it good? Is mm-hmm. it not good? Um, yeah. But it's so weird now with movies. Like, you can't go see them in theaters. Well, I mean, you can in some places, but like, I, I don't have any reason to. Right. It's not know. safe. You're yeah. not sure. I don't know. I just loved seeing movies in a theater and like going to get the popcorn and filling it with butter. Yes, and... spending all the money in your wallet just right. completely. Uh, abs- extravagant prices but that's fun it's just something about it right like Mm -hmm. and i just remember like when i went to go see endgame like how much of an experience it was (laughs) and so there are certain movies that you can't just you can't just watch them at home and feel normally like no you have to go see them in theaters um and like i really was looking forward to black widow coming out um and i'm like darn like what is you know it just feels weird to not sit in a theater anymore like what happened to that but like mm-hmm. i understand now like mulan the new mulan movie yeah it came out on disney plus but you had to pay yeah, like, like 30 all... more dollars and a, that that deterred a lot of people from watching it because they're saying well, i'm not going to shill out 30 dollars just to watch another movie on no. the streaming platform that i'm already paying, paying for. money for mm-hmm. right and so I, and i heard it's coming out in december for regular people i heard that i don't know if that's still happening but i'm kind of like well i guess i'm yeah. waiting till yeah why, why even pay the 30 dollars if you can just wait right and, and then you'll, you'll just wait and then you'll your patience will earn you 30 dollars that you did Later. not have to spend exactly but i think what's interesting is like now movies and film like netflix and hulu are producing their own so you can watch movies at home and feel normal mm-hmm. and stuff like that and so like um I don't know. I just miss going to a theater, though. Like, yeah. I do miss that. There, there is something special about it. Do you ever do the uh, the popcorn trick with the straw and the butter? Where you put it in yeah, the middle, yeah, mm-hmm, and then you yeah. put the butter through yeah, it? Yes. I love that. <laughs> it's I, a that great is, tactic. Yep. I learned that from a friend a couple years ago, and she was like, yeah, just put the, the straw <laughs> in the middle, pour the butter in there, shake it up, and then get the top. And I was like, oh. And never, ever have mm-hmm. I not have buttered popcorn and everything was covered. Mm-hmm. But but you can't reuse the straw, though. That straw, no, that to, straw's gone. That straw yeah. is done because it's got all that gone. oil in it. So you have to mm-hmm. throw it away, which I'm like, no, we're wasting straws. And you're like, but you need that popcorn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, I just miss, like, I don't know, pre-ordering tickets or going to see something on, like, a premiere night. That mm-hmm. was awesome. Because I saw Endgame, like, seven times. Because I went that Thursday. I went that Friday. I went that Saturday. Yeah, I just kept going back. It's because the it's because the audience is was also really hyped for it. The so. reactions mm-hmm. was everything, and I don't think I'll ever experience that ever again in my life. Yeah, right it now. doesn't. It doesn't. The way things are going, it doesn't. It's hard to believe in that yeah. right now. You know, it's yeah. hard to think that it'll ever happen ever again. Right. With how things have gone. And it's like what like what will movies look like in the next coming years? Like because production companies have to be careful and mm-hmm. all that too. And then on top of that, like it all these dates have been pushed back. Yeah. So I don't know. It's weird, but. Enough about movies. All right, let's go ahead and I uh, hope you all are ready to hear some great songs that you can add to your playlist. Uh, let's talk to our new friend, Michelle, who is going to be telling us about our music of the week. Thanks, Luke and Asha. Good afternoon. I'm Michelle Powers with your weekly Chips and Pop Music News. Demi Lovato and Max Eric have publicly ended things after two months of engagement. The pair began dating in March and have been living together since the start of the COVID-19 quarantine. A source close to Lovato claims the two separated to better focus on their respective careers. This week on the all-access pop music chart, number three is Break My Heart by Dua Lipa. But when you said hello, I knew there was the end of it all, I should have stayed at home. 
Up one spot to number two, we have Harry Styles and Watermelon Sugar. Watermelon Sugar High, Watermelon Sugar High, Watermelon Sugar High, Watermelon Sugar High. And finally, the number one pop song this week belongs to The Weeknd and Blinding Lights. Weezer and Fall Out Boy competed against each other in an episode of Celebrity Family Feud that aired last month. Even with the help of their talented regular collaborator, Susie Shin, Weezer was not able to defeat the combination of Fall Out Boy and their close friend, comedian Seth Green. On our all-access alternative chart this week, at number three, we have Feel You by My Morning Jacket. Up one spot to number two is My Own Soul's Warning by Killers. And Matt Mason holds the number one spot on the alternative chart this week with Hallucinogenics. G Herbo, Chance the Rapper, Vic Mensa, and Joey Perp co-sponsored the Year of the Youth Peace Walk in Bronzeville last weekend. They handed out more than 2,000 backpacks filled with school supplies and provided free COVID-19 and HIV testing, among other services. Lastly, we'll look at this week's hip-hop chart from All Access. Number three is Go Crazy by Young Thug and Chris Brown. DJ Khaled featuring Drake holds number two this week with their song Popstar. I want a long life, a legendary one. I want a quick death and an easy one. I want a pretty girl and an honest one. I want this drink and another one. And finally, the number one song this week on our hip-hop chart is Laugh Now, Cry Later by Drake featuring Lil Durk. Sometimes we laugh, sometimes we cry, but I guess you know now. Baby. I took a half and she took the whole thing. Slow down, baby. Thanks for listening. I'm Michelle Powers, and back to you, Luke and Asha. All right. We're back. We're back. We're back. All right, Luke, so tell me, how do you feel about some of the music we've been talking about? Um, I liked a lot of the songs on there. Obviously, they're in the top charts. Yeah. Drake is like taking over. Yeah, it's the it's the year of Drake 2020. That's that's only what 2020 will be known for. Just the year of Drake, nothing else. There's nothing no, else in the world. Yeah, nothing else is going on. Just Drake just all Drake. the time. Yeah, just Drake. That's he it. is. I I honestly think that like the argument about him with putting out music is he puts out hits. Yeah. It's, and he puts out hits for everyone. I mean, everyone can listen to his music. Mm-hmm. It's so weird because you think he's mostly hip hop, but he's done some pop stuff and. A lot of people remember Drake from music, whereas a lot of us remember him from Degrassi, yeah. and we're like, wow, he became a rapper. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. But um, he, I mean, he knows how to take over. And, yeah. you know, I think that his um, his style, people just connect with. He doesn't seem like, I don't know. I just think he's pretty cool. Um, he's held that spot for a minute, mm-hmm. too. 
And he's put out so much music this exactly. year. Exactly. I think it's because of the uh, the accessibility, like you said, with like everybody can listen to it. Yeah. Even though you might not think it's the best music you've ever heard or like maybe like the premiere stuff, it's it's good. Yeah. You know, that's all it, it has to be good and it has to just be repeatable and catchy and listenable and it's there. That's true. You know? And he's good at that. He's you know, he's got it. But the weekend oh, is that, also yeah. he's he's phenomenal. Yeah. Blinding um, lights. I know that, that song is just so catchy. Cool. When I think of that song, I think of like this like video game type song. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I don't know if you play video games like but like you know how you'll play a game and there's like music in the background of it like Grand Theft Auto like mm-hmm. when you turn on the radio yeah, it's you real turn music. On the radio and you get in the car. Yeah. And I'm like I could imagine like doing a mission with that kind of song <laughs> on the background. You know, he's he makes music that can be used as more than just listening to the radio or on Spotify or Apple Music, like you could put it in a game. It mm-hmm. could be in the background of a, a of a montage in a TV show. Like it's music that can be used, you know. Yeah. And I think he's good. I I feel like everyone loves that dark side of him because mm-hmm. he's so mysterious and his music is so like it's like wow I'm really in my feelings and I'm okay with being in my feelings type music, yeah. you know. So, I think The weekend is really good. Um, I feel bad about Selena. Like, Ooh. dude, what did you do? <laughs> but, like, I don't know if you heard the album that or the EP he put out after they broke up. I haven't heard. Oh, gosh. It's so... It, it's like one of those breakup albums where you're like, wow, this oh, is yeah. deep. And I don't know how to feel. <laughs> but he is doing awesome. So, they, him and Selena were through quarantine right they, they like got together and broke up over the course of this whole no they were i don't know if they stood together i because that came yeah. up that came out like a year or two ago oh okay. my dear melancholy that's the name of it um it it was a couple years ago i want to say i think it was a couple years ago actually um but no it happened and then as soon as they broke up i knew an album was coming out it came out in 2018 yeah gotcha. it's been two okay. years and it came out right and it was an ep so it was really cool um and it's only a few songs. It's not a lot of songs, but it has Call Out My Name on it. And oh, so okay. yeah. it is, oh, it's just, mm, I don't know. Because it was right after Starboy. So everybody was like, oh, we have this new pop weekend type guy. And then they broke up. And then we got that trilogy weekend again. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, every- he's back. Mm-hmm. Here <laughs> so, he comes. yeah, that was, yeah. I think the music is changing now, especially because I think a lot of people are expecting artists to put out more albums because everybody's been oh, in quarantine yeah well i don't know about that because like i think quarantine more people just do more nothing yeah than than be productive like everybody's saying oh i'm gonna do this and this and that and it's like well actually nope i'm not no. gonna do i'm not gonna do anything i don't think gonna... a lot of artists did during quarantine do more music i think a lot of them are were getting ready to like figure out new music yeah a lot of people were getting ready to release music too and then they were delaying the releases because right. nobody knew what what was going on how sales were going to look so they just said well we're gonna push it back until we exactly. we know we know what's going on which is why i don't think we'll, we're gonna get a bunch of albums right now but i think probably next year we'll mm-hmm. see a big rise in um music from different artists but like people are still waiting on an album from rihanna yeah and i'm like y'all are gonna be waiting for a while yeah. <laughs> she hasn't put out an album in a while don't hold your breath on no that, on and people are album. still waiting on another album from beyonce mm-hmm. um i know i've been waiting on an album from bruno mars um, I think I'm also, I think the Jonas Brothers are also coming out yeah, with something. Yeah, they, they were going to do something, right? Right. Then... But everybody was about to go on tour. Uh, yeah, so, they were, yeah, that, yes, that's... Yes, most artists were about to go on tour, so it's kind of like 
do I put out an album or do mm. I go on tour? Yeah. So, yeah. But who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? This year is just unpredictable. But I think because it's unpredictable, that it gives us some hope and something mm. to look forward to in music. Because I know a lot of people use music as a comfort. So mm. we'll see. Yeah, right now, not knowing is better than is better than anything we've gotten so far. So, Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. All right. Cool. Mm-hmm. We love music. Yes. Well, thank you all for listening this week. Our show will be bi-weekly, so tune in on October 16th for our second show. I'm Luke. And I am Asha. See you all in two weeks, and have a great day. We're bringing the heat one track at a time. 101.1 The Beat.